The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. It's time now for a veteran's place, and we want to make sure all veterans know that America's Web Radio is their place, and they can come to us with questions, come to us with suggestions, anything else. But a veteran's place is hosted by Dr. Don Muller, and as I say every week, Don is not only a dentist, he's also a retired lieutenant colonel. He was a medic in Vietnam, and... After practicing dentistry for a few years, he decided he wanted to graduate and go into uh, medicine as well. So he's an MD, a DDS, and uh, some other things, but we can't say them on the air. So we'll just have to leave it at that and go with it like it is. So good morning, Don. Good morning, Dave. I'm ready for the cadence call and the prayer moment. Okay, well, we will have both of them. We'll do the uh, prayer moment right now and uh, get it, and then we'll come back in a couple of minutes and do our cadence call, and that's to make sure everybody's up and going. So we'll start out with a moment of silent prayer. Thank you. silent prayer, I want to mention the fact that uh, we're praying for Israel and, you know, the IDF, uh, they've got one heck of a job to do. And um, I hope that they're 100% successful in doing away with Hamas like Trump did away with the with Iris. So, ISIS. So, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that it's a shame that we have people. I can't believe the cruelty of people, but it's present all the time. And Hamas took it to the to the limit. So we pray for Israel to be successful and the NIDF. And with that, uh, again, we welcome all veterans and. Uh, we've had a lot of this going on, and we appreciate it and want more of it, and that is that veterans are telling veterans about America's Web Radio and the veteran shows that we do. And 
This, A Veteran's Place, is one of the most important shows that we do. It and a show called Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm with Lieutenant Colonel Philip Forsberg. Both of these shows are designed to help you, the veteran, and they do. And um, I can't say how much I appreciate the work that Dr. Don has done and the research that he's done when our government has totally let us down. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to the one, the only, Dr. Don Muller. Thanks for the introduction, Dave. Well, let me outline uh, what we're going to do today. I'm going to put a, uh, a plug in for an absolutely fantastic magazine. Uh, and the second I'm going to talk about very briefly, your VA promises, and uh, they've been broken, and how you can do it. Well, then we're going to talk about post-traumatic growth, post-traumatic stress growth. And then fourthly, we're going to talk about some therapies that have been forced upon uh, veterans and, you know, and, of course, police officers, firemen, EMTs. Uh, and we're going to talk about those. They're not, they're not only not helpful they're not as scientifically validated as you want, and they and they actually can be harmful. So those are the four things we're going to talk about. Right off the top, there is this outstanding magazine. It's free, and it's online. It's high class. It's called Combat Stress Magazine. I'm going to say it again. It starts with the C O M B A T S T R E S S. Combat Stress Magazine, go to um, Google and Google it. And what you're going to get, you're going to get a website that's got police on it, firemen, EMTs, veterans, medics, you name it. They they have got a, a treasure trove of material uh, online, format, very attractive, easy to work if I can work it and Dave can work it. Y'all can work it. Basically, you click on the issue. It goes back at least, I guess, 10 years. This magazine is sponsored by the American Institute of Stress, and, it, and the editors are talented guys that are, are, are day-to-day treating uh, veterans, police officers. Uh, matter of fact, they have theology mixed in there. They have articles by police chaplains, uh, Army chaplains, retired chaplains, uh, you name it. And they've got it, and it's not in a scientific format. It's going to use that they use huge words. It's going to leave you uh, wondering what they said. All these uh, all these articles are written by top psychologists, and I also want to say uh, these psychologists have not bought uh, the corporate line, hook, line, and sinker, so to speak. They have their own minds, and these people stand up to let you know. Uh, what's going on. They don't buy the company line and push it. And that's one thing I really like. And then I want to shout out to one of their previous editors, Kathy Platoni, who's a retired Army colonel psychologist. And that lady's totally on fire for vets and police. She's a police psychologist, uh, and she's a 24-7, uh, 52-week-a-year gal uh, who's got the – First responders are number one, and the veterans number one on her list. Uh, and so, please, uh, 
these are very, very helps, helpful. Uh, and why? Because they're written from the viewpoint of veterans. You'll have a non-medical veterans, let's say, uh, like me, uh, uh, rather not like me, uh, trained in medicine. There will be there will, there are personal stories of guys overcoming uh, the effects of PTSD, moral injuries, right there on those pages, and uh, you can click through these uh, journals, we'll call them magazines, uh, and just pick out what you want to read that day. And we're going to get into that when we're talking about uh, post-traumatic uh, growth, post-traumatic stress growth. Uh, these are very uh, helpful. You know, we're, we're kind of doing guys, Dave. You know, we you know get the bad guy and then we're done. Well, in reality, uh, we're very vulnerable, even though we're pillars of strength in our own mind. So, again, Combat Stress Magazine. The next thing we're going to talk about is your broken VA promises. Now, I'm not going to beat this to death. I'm going to spend just a few minutes on it. I want you to go to the VA website uh, and look at the dental, look up a dental uh, screen, and it says right there, oral health care is part of your whole health care. That's, that's amazing. Because if you go up there, and, and, I, and I encourage you to just walk into your VA, especially if you've got 50% or above, and especially if you've got PTSD, and say, hey, I'm here for all health care. And they say, either you're not eligible for dental care or we don't have a dentist. And you tell them, I'm not interested in dental care. I want oral health care. And, 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 and the thing I'm trying to emphasize is, they have not defined what dental care is, what the boundaries are. They have not defined what oral health care is, and they have not defined the boundary between oral health care and whole health. And I and, and I'm a disabled vet, and I walked in and I said, "Hey, I want some. Here's my card. Here's my VA card. I want some oral health care." And they looked at me and said, "Well, we don't have any oral health care. We have dental care." And I said, "I don't want dental care." I said, this is, a, this is what your advertisement says here. It says, oral health care is part of whole health care. And I said, I want oral health care. It doesn't say anything about dental care here. Now, here's what you need to understand. Dental care is not oral health care. People with PTSD, whether you're veteran first responders, if you have nightmares, headaches from grinding your teeth, tooth destruction, facial pain, jaw pain, that's oral health. That's a manifestation of PTSD. Frankly, and I'm a dentist, I'm not talking about teeth cleanings and fillings and a partial denture. I'm not talking about that. And tell the VA people, I'm not here for a partial denture. I'm here to because my PTSD has effect, affected my oral system. You know, PTSD affects your cardiovascular system. That's your heart, lung, kidneys, et cetera. It affects your immune system. Without a doubt, it affects your endocrine system. And it affects your musculoskeletal system. That's, if you walk in and say, hey, I've got PTSD and I have diabetes, you go, oh, yeah, it's a secondary diagnosis or whatever they call it. Well, we, we know that. That's great. You say, I have PTSD-associated oral health problems, and they go, we don't know what you're talking about. There's a good reason for that because they don't do research on it. My final statement is, 
If you don't believe me, and don't take my word for it, have your congressman, your congressman, not you, call your congressman and say, I want a definition of dental care by the VA, oral health care by the VA, and whole health care by the VA, and I want to know it's an operational definition. I don't want, well, you know, we clean teeth and whatever. No, we don't know. Oral health is not the same as dental care. And I'll tell you why they do that. Because if a veteran is injured and they say, you know, we appreciate your service to the country, but we can't afford to to drill and fill and clean your teeth. And the public thinks, well, okay, so pay a couple bucks and get them fixed yourself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about intractable pain, constant headaches from grinding your teeth. Okay, I want care for that. That's not dental care. Part of it is. But dental care is downstream from oral health. So it's up to you guys. Uh, they prom- Those are broken promises. And uh, as I told you a couple uh, shows ago, I filed a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission, and I said, hey, this is what they promised. Here's that contract. It says it right on the screen. That's a written contract. That's been up there for a couple years. Okay, we beat that to death. Now we're going to go on to uh, the idea of uh, post-traumatic stress, stress growth. Now, why is this important? Don, before we get into it, let's take our first break, and we'll come back and find out why it's important. You're listening to America's Web Radio and A Place for Veterans. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio and the show, A Place for Veterans. And by the way, I want to point out, Don, I don't know if you've noticed this or not. I'm not a huge TV fan, but I do listen to the radio on my way in and out, and I do watch some television. And I don't want to take all the credit, but I think some of the credit should go to you and go to America's Web Radio, that all of a sudden there are more and more media people interested in veterans. 
And I've been amazed at the number of, you know, they're giving free gasoline to veterans. They're doing this. They're doing that for veterans. They're doing vacations for veterans. And more and more people are paying attention now to veterans. And this could have started well before we started our shows, but it has started since we started our shows about veterans. And this is uh, true with this show, uh, A Place for Veterans, also Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm, and other shows that we do that are veteran-oriented. And if we're making a little bit of a difference, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the fact that Veterans are beginning to listen to more of our shows and paying attention to America's Web Radio. And we humbly appreciate it, and we want only the best for veterans. And, you know, I think back over the times that when I raised my hand and how many other folks that I know and that you know, Don, that uh, names that are no longer faces that raised their hand and gave the ultimate sacrifice. And for those that have never served, you don't know what you missed. And the fellowship and the friendship that you can have with a fellow veteran. And the camaraderie. I've never met a guy named Don Moeller. But Don and I have gotten along since our very first phone call because we have one thing in common, and that is that we're veterans. We served our country. We raised our hand just like so many others have, and they're all heroes, every one. And God bless America's veterans and what they do, what they've done, and what they're doing for our country. So, back to you, Don. Well, Dave, uh, once again, I want to say we don't get it together ahead of time on this, and you just, that's the best lead-in I've had. I I almost expect you to read my mind. I'm going to talk about post-traumatic growth and why what's necessary and what seems to not be necessary but really is And you hit, you hit the nail on the head. Good friends that are not critical, that's number one, and those that you can trust. Simply being able, and this is right out of Combat Stress Magazine. This is just giving you a sample from, we'll call it their menu. Simply being able to talk things out, that's, that's put down there in black and white. The next thing you want to do is share what's going on and what you're thinking about, like what's on your mind. So let's go back. I had a psychologist tell me once, he thought the American Legion and VFW and all those veteran service organizations right after World War II in Korea, he said, those are the watering holes, because you can tell a then a friend, a veteran friend, what what really went on. If you tell a, a, a civilian who's, who's lived in Disney World their whole life about what you had to do and what you saw, they're probably going to lose it. And so you don't even bring it up. And, I, and we talked about that in a radio show before. 
no, a couple of them to be exact, but I had a Navy SEAL that came into my office, the real deal, and he, he kept asking about a tooth, and then he'd say, I don't think I'll have it out today, and he'd come back, and finally after a couple months, he'd say, you know, Doc, I'm never having that tooth out. You're the only guy that doesn't judge me because you were there. Okay? So, number one, when you go to have, to meet a psychologist, if they're a veteran, that's even better. If they've been in common, that's even more better. But when you don't ever think that talking to your friends is less valuable than talking to a psychologist, and remember, I'm not ranking psychologists, and this show doesn't give psychological advice. But if you're a veteran out there and, you, and you've seen a lot of trash, find another veteran to talk to. Because another veteran has either done the same thing or experienced the same thing or worse. And so part of that, and Dave, you, you, you talked about that. You're, you're, a, you're a comrade in arms having defended the country, and it's, it's not a pretty pretty thing what they do, what we had to do. So when you talk to another veteran, it's a, we'll call it your friendship network. Don't think that that isn't critically valuable, that you get up with some other veterans. Uh, and, you know, one thing that I do is I don't wear a neon sign on my hat, but I, I wear a veteran's cap. And you'd be surprised the number guy, that's all it says, you know, hey, veteran. Mine says Vietnam, Desert Storm, but you don't have much of, it's not a loud proclamation. But basically what you're doing is you're saying, hey, I'm a vet. And the other guy knows he's a vet. Even if he's not wearing a hat, goes, hey, where'd you serve and what'd you do? And that's your chance to open up and talk to another veteran. And where were you? So that's, yeah, that's right. Where were you and what'd you do? And so... Right off the bat, when you talk to another veteran, you are not being criticized. It's not, it's not what you think when you, and you know, when you talk to a psychologist, hey, I got friends who, who know they, they were in the military and they were military psychologists. It's easy to spill your guts to those guys. And they're, they're, that's premium. But you don't have to worry when you're talking to another vet. And that's incredibly valuable. You know, Don. The next thing. Let me interrupt you because I, I want to yeah. ask a question that I think is important. I, others may not, but something that's been on my mind the last uh, week or so, and that is what is going on in Israel? What is that going to do stirring people that served in Desert Shield and Desert Storm as well as People that have just served and know the potential or the liabilities of what IDF is going to do when they bang in a door and go after Hamas. And is this going to stir yes. up some PTSD? The, yeah, the, the answer is yes. And when we withdrew from Afghanistan... Uh, a lot of veterans just were very, very upset. And the number of people, from what I've read, using the suicide hotlines really went up. And, and you know why that is, Dave? Because I've never served in the Israeli Defense Force. I don't need to. 
and neither do you. We know what they're going through. They're fellow veterans defending freedom. So you know what you're, and that's that's why uh, you're right on target. That's why when you, I could talk, I don't speak Hebrew, but uh, I could, we could talk with an IDF soldier right now, and we'd have things in common. They're fighting for their freedom against it. I don't like to use the word animals because I, I love animals, and they they don't do the stuff that Hamas does. No. Hamas is demonic. It's hell must have had a back door and they snuck out. They, these people are demonic. They're not animals. Animals don't do what they did. They absolutely don't. So uh, that bothers me to call them animals because uh, whatever. Moving on. So what you're talking about, yeah. And and when uh, you have our reserve forces. They may be called up if if it goes hot. If the war goes hot, they will be called up. And so you've got that pit of your stomach feeling. And if you've been in combat, uh, you've also got that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. And it can bring back memories. And you know something, Dave? When the guys came back, my father-in-law from World War II, it's kind of like they put a nail in the coffin of mean people and nasty people. And they thought, you know... We lost a lot of people and had a lot of people injured in World War II, but they came home and I thought, you know what? We kept freedom. It's to be the last big war we ever have. And, you know, and then along comes Korea and along comes Vietnam and then the Afghanistan and the Iran, Iraq wars. You know, veterans like to kind of say, hey, I thought we brought peace to the world. And I think that's part of the problem with civilians who don't get it. Your veterans are the only line wall between your safety and Hamas. Repeat that. Look at what Hamas does. IDF is not fighting, you know, innocent people. IDF is taking care of nasty people. What they did was it was inconceivable to any any human on this planet. Well, that's why I think people are starting to get the idea that they're veterans. Or that, like the police, the thin blue line. Well, so you've got veterans now who who are seeing other veterans. Getting, we know that those two ships on active duty out there, I mean, on station, have got our brothers in arms. So those are the same people that aren't going to judge you. That is why it sounds goofy that you say you've got to develop a network of veteran friends. And now not only that, if you've got veteran friends, and we've talked about this again, uh, and I'm just amplifying this one of the paper articles in Combat Stress, you know, if you've got a veteran it's, who brings you down, God bless them, but you got to get away from them. And so the, the key thing when you, when you talk to another veteran, you're discussing things that are on your mind. You, you don't have them bottled up. You cannot go to your neighbor who never was a veteran and go, boy, what I had to do was just tear me up. They actually will turn away. They, they can't, they don't want to hear it for their own safety. Okay. Just like they don't show the pictures of what Hamas did to the Israeli people. They haven't shown them. I don't want to see them. And that's, and when you, when you try and talk to a non-veteran, that's about like showing pictures of the horrible things that Hamas did to your little teenage neighbor girl or guy. They just, my God, they, they didn't know things like that could happen in their world. So when you contact another veteran, 
hey, what's going on? What are you thinking about? As a matter of fact, Davey, you're right on, spot on on this. Know that you're veterans. I, I have a small group of veterans here. You know, we collect military vehicles. When we talk it out about what's going on, and, and you're right about it, what the Hamas did, not one of them, not one of them said anything like, uh, well, I wouldn't go back. They said, if I could still fit in my uniform, I'd sign up tomorrow to go get those, in, those, demons okay so that's what being a veteran is all about we could we weren't going to be judged by oh you know they're 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 people too no they're not nazis uh not those barbarians don we're going to have to take a break right quick so we'll come back with more of this and i've got uh another question regarding what we're talking about so we'll be back with a veteran's place right after this Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Veteran owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And you're back on America's Web Radio, and we're talking with Dr. Don Moeller and his hosting of A Veteran's Place. And we invite all veterans to listen to America's Web Radio, and if you have references, you have something that you want to talk about or you want us to talk about or Dr. Don, and uh, I want to remind everybody that if you're suffering from PTSD and can't sleep at night, well, Dr. Don has an answer for you, and it's proven 98% effective, and we'll put you in touch with, with Don and... You know, we're dedicated to helping the veteran and helping those with PTSD and those that have gone through it. It may be an EMT. It may be a a first responder, a fireman, a policeman, whatever. And if you're suffering from PTSD and you can't sleep at night, well, then just drop us a line, gm at americaswebradio.com. And we'll be glad to address the issue for you and any of your friends or relatives that suffer from PTSD and suffer from the service that you've given to the millions of other people that have never served. And I'm just proud that more and more shows and more and more networks are taking on the responsibility of introducing veterans to many of the options that are available to veterans. And if you're not, if you are a veteran or you're 
family member of a veteran or friend of a veteran and they need help, there is help available at the service organizations. Get a service officer and let them explain what what is available to veterans and it, it's a multitude of things that are needed and can help the veteran and we that's all we're about is wanting to help the veteran and we appreciate your service we appreciate what you've done for the country and um, you know I I wouldn't be surprised and I think I'd probably be negligent if I didn't mention that veterans may be called upon at any time again. And uh, Don, I, th I think you pointed out in one of the shows, we all raised our hand and went in with a promise to protect and serve. And I don't recall any time they had a meeting and said, we're taking that off your shoulders. So if, if, if you've done it once, you're still in, brother. And um, you know, they, that that's hilarious because when you think about it, when you got out of the army, you didn't go into a room and raise your hand and go, "Okay," you say, "I, I promise not to protect the country anymore." Yeah, exactly. Enemies foreign. <laughs> yeah. And, well. and I think, you know, here's another point to that is that those that suffer from PTSD, be it because they can't sleep or whatever the case might be, they're still serving their country. And they should be appreciated for what they're going through, what they're putting their families through, what they may have put their family through that caused other problems that we don't know about or that we may know about. Uh, I know situations where, you know, it ended in a bad situation. And we have to love our veterans and appreciate what they did and what they sacrificed and also their family members. And, you know, I was appalled at the, the last shooting in Maine, and the media felt it was more important to keep yelling about the fact that the shooter was a reservist. Well, bull, you know, yes, he was a reservist, but, you know, he had other problems, and he had never been deployed, and trying to blame it on his military history was... Garbage, and I think our media goes off half cocked about 99% of the time without checking out their sources and knowing what they're talking about. And I'll challenge any media person that starts talking about veterans that hadn't served to anything they say. They don't know yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they they become experts. When I taught college, the journalists were not the honor students in my biology classes. Well, Dave, you know, what you're talking about now is critical, and we're going to get into some post-traumatic growth things. Now, first of all, if you are injured 
from an accident, you go to a physical therapist and they don't, they don't just look at your wounds and go, oh, okay, your wounds are healing. Let's say you broke some legs, your hip, your femur, whatever. They don't go, oh, your wounds are healing nicely, goodbye. No, physical therapy, their job is to get you almost back. If they can, they want you back to normal. Same range of motion, same ability to walk. Well, here's the problem. Everybody with PTSD needs to have as their goal post-traumatic growth. You don't just say, well, I'm going to have to live with, and you fill in the blank, no friends, no goals, moral injury. That's not true. This is a whole different concept. You have to say, what was I like before the battle? What was it like after the battle? And I want to get back to before the battle. That's post-traumatic growth. That's, that is your goal. You say, well, you know, I'm learning to live with my nightmares. And I, you know, sometimes I get more sleep and I'm learning to live with my anger and lack of friends. That's no. That's not right. This is called post-traumatic growth. And that is a goal for people with PTSD. You, it is a, it, for example, there's 26 studies that found that only 50% of the people in this study reported a moderate or high post-traumatic growth. Well, what? Yeah. These are, the other 50% are now living. This is 26 studies. 50% are living in an altered reality that's painful. And the first thing you need to do is realize you're in an altered reality, and that's why we talked about your worldview. You need to get out of that. Your frame has been bent. I mean, that's why I made the analogy about a, a, a stretchy canvas on a bent on a bent frame, picture frame. You have to realize that your frame, your picture frame, is bent. And so, some of the things are that you need to look for are. Uh, a decreased quality of life, and things that impair your ability to be happy. And like, okay, that, that's one thing that's going to affect every IDF guy and every soldier that's been to combat. The number of happy, carefree days that you will have that are pure go way down. Why? Because you know how nasty the world can be. It's the smiling guy behind the counter, you think, Wow, I wonder if he's going to pull a gun on me. I, I don't. I don't know what he's going to do. You're always on alert. So part of the problem in post-traumatic growth is that you have to say, "I want to." My new target is to have a good time. My new target is to is to is to live the normal normal uh, life with happiness and pleasure. Now, there's there's transformational things that need to occur. Well, you have to get restorative sleep. You know, wait a minute. From the minute you went into basic training, I don't care if you were in the reserves or guard or what, getting a good night's sleep just never was important. They just go, it, the mission comes first. Not anymore. Getting a good night's sleep, and we've talked about sleep hygiene and all that, and, and that's part of the reason I developed that little mouth device, and your dentist can make it for you 
we're not talking about you have to buy my product because basically unless you come to my office, you can't buy one off the shelf anyway. But moving on, you have to get restored to sleep and you say, wait a minute, before the war experience, before your first reception, I was getting a nice sleep or restorative sleep. Well, restorative sleep is necessary, and we'll talk about that in a minute, about what it does to your brain nutrition. You have self-destructive behaviors because you're tired. You cannot make good decisions when you have not had a good night's sleep, and that's been shown in study after study. So that little cascading snowball starts rolling down the hill, and now it's you make stupid decisions and self-destructive behavior. Now, not only that, lack of sleep lowers your immune system functions. We talked about that. Well, how does PTSD do that? Well, PTSD is one mechanism. You can't get any sleep because you're having nightmares. And so your immune system doesn't bounce back uh, like it used to. So what happens then? Well, you get an emotional. The big snowball starts rolling down the hill, and now you have an emotional uh, problem that's starting to uh, to develop, which is definitely counterproductive if you're trying to heal. So it becomes a cyclic uh, process. Now, once again, this uh, traumatic stress magazine. I'm just I'm reviewing a paper that they put out there. You have to get up in the morning going, "How am I doing today?" With respect to coping with the things that are going to confront me, and you're going to have an up and down feeling during that day. You say, "Am I energized, or am I not energized?" See, you actually have to give yourself a score. Now, this sounds really dumb because we learned that in basic training, and I went through enlisted basic training. I didn't come in as an officer the first time around, but if you walked up. To your DI, and you say, I'm going on a sick call because here's my little rating scheme, and I have more arrows pointing down than up, and I need to just have a week off. Uh, I, Dave, do you agree with me? You, I can't imagine the laughter <laughs> that would come from your company, your training company. But we're not in the military anymore. We're out of it. And so you have to say, at the end of the day, am I am I – pleased with the way the day went, and you put a number down there, 1 to 10, 10 being great, 0 being not, and do that for a month. And when you have more down days than up days, you you need to do something about it because the rest of the world doesn't have a scale like that. They might go to bed tired from staying up watching football, but they enjoyed the day. You have to, you have to be aware of that you've been damaged, either from a moral injury or psychological injury, that you you need to evaluate yourself. You know, we look at our gas tank on our car, especially if you're going on a long trip. Uh, and if you have a broken gas gauge, I guarantee you you're not going on long trips because you just too <laughs> – when I was in college, I didn't have much money, and I also had a broken gas gauge. But I didn't take any long trips either. You have to know where your gas, your, how much gas you have for the trip. And when you get up in the morning and you're tired because you've been thrashing around all night and you don't have any, looking forward to any friends the next day, it's going to be one dreary, rainy day emotionally. 
you need to have that on a scale. And then you need to see a, a psychologist or possibly a chaplain trained in moral injury. I want to emphasize that. And I, I'd, so, like, I'd like to add something to what you're saying, if you don't mind, Don. Uh, and that is the relationship that you have with someone, your spouse, that, you know, if that person is really taking an interest and loves you, they will have gone through and listened to what your, whatever therapy that you've had, and they can be of great help. Your family can be of great help when you're the grouch of the world. And there's so much a family can do, and I speak from experience. I blew it. And yet, you know, I I recognize how much a good family can help someone with PTSD or just, uh, you know, I, I think we put too many... Uh, feelers under PTSD and, and try to have it encompass everything, and it doesn't. There are a lot of other aspects of of being in battle and being in battle on the streets of a city, being a police officer or a fireman or whatever. And it's important for the other half of the relationship to pick up on it and know what to do about it and... Uh, uh, Dave, that's that's true, and and you were moving into the support group. You yeah. you have to identify. I mean, if you're a veteran, and I know plenty of them, they're why I treated a fellow this this week. He's been married a couple times. He's he's up in his seventies, Vietnam vet. He says I've kind of trashed my whole life, and but but that doesn't mean you can't get back on the train. Because the first thing is, is you go, I'm freight damaged, you know, I'm freight damaged, and I need I need to tell somebody. And when your family finds out what war can do to you, or you know, being a cop or a fireman, an EMT, uh, they have to understand. And as a matter of fact, you can take them a. I just thought of this. Take them an issue. Oh, well, you mean they can go online and read? You read a couple of combat stress magazines, and you say, why don't you read this issue on this one veteran? I remember there's this one veteran who was describing his journey on the way back. Please read this, Mom and Dad, or brothers and sisters, or kids. This is what happened to your dad. And they go, wow, I didn't know. And they look here, it's in a magazine by American Institute of Stress, written by PhDs in psychology. And And that's an eye opener, like, I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, it can. And so, again, you have to say, I want to experience post-traumatic growth. You don't just say, well, it couldn't have happened to me. Well, most likely, if you start doing that little measurement scale, it's going to convince you that it most likely did happen to you. You know, that's the other thing, Don. Everybody, everybody is different, and you can't label everybody with the same initials PTSD because there's there's going to be a variance in every situation. I bet you 
Have you ever, as a dentist, has anybody ever walked in with two people walk in with the same mouth? And I'll, I'll before you answer that, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on A Veteran's Place right after this. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. What do doctors talk about in doctors' lounges around the country? Find out on the Doctors' Lounge Show every Thursday at 8 a.m. on America's Web Radio. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back on A Veteran's Place with Dr. Don Muller. And I asked Don uh, before we went to break if he had ever seen two people walk in with the same mouth. Uh, even twins, basically not, <laughs> because they have different attitudes towards oral hygiene. And, you know, Dave, you picked it out. Step one, they're pillars. The pillars are supporting know thyself. Even if you have a twin that was in the Army with you, it, they're not going to respond exactly the same. You have to know yourself and do an assessment about your personal growth. You have to say there is growth after post-traumatic stress. And you say, well, I haven't experienced growth. Well, you, you got a problem. You got a problem. Because you're supposed to be experiencing growth. Now, what are the pillars? You're looking for new possibilities. You get up in the morning, you say, what am I going to do to make sure the next day or today is different than yesterday? you got to write it down or at least make a note in your brain going, let's say there's some toxic people. You have to deal with at the grocery store, I don't know, gas station. Don't go there anymore. It's just that easy. Hey, this guy at work is toxic. If you can, just avoid him. If he tries to bait you, just ignore it. Just let it. Your health is more important. Next thing you do is you start scoring the number of improved relationships that you've developed or intended to develop in the next week or month. And you write them down. You say, I got Tom and Bob and Sally and Jack. These are my friends. I'm going to spend more time with them. You have to make an appointment, basically, mentally, to spend time with your with your friends. And friends that are, again, not critical. See, this is helping you process what you went through. You know, it's you're not going to process it most likely in an echo chamber. It just gets worse. Your buddies can say, hey, we're with you, that's okay. But you get benefits by simply 
telling somebody, a fellow veteran, or obviously a counselor, uh, what's been going on. And that is therapeutic. It's called a dialectic conversation. It's not dial electric, it's dialectic, but that's a Greek word. Who needs it? But at any rate, the point is that you have to process what happened to you, and, and the chances of you doing it by yourself on an island are real slim. So the next thing you have to do is map your spiritual growth. Why? Because very high probability that you've had a moral injury, very high probability. And you go, I didn't know that. Well, hey, I didn't know it either. Matter of fact, the overwhelming majority, almost 100% of the patients I treat in my office, veterans uh, and police, whatever, from all eras, they've never been told that. Well, you're hearing it on America's Web Radio, and you can go back to our archives. And then the last thing on the pillar is appreciation for life. You know, and here's the tough part. You know, our buddies died. We all know guys that didn't make it. And, uh, or have been really messed up. You know what? You owe it to them to have a good time yourself. And you go, well, what does that have to do with them? I said, no. You owe it to them. They didn't make it. You owe it to them to, to, to enjoy your life. That's just the way it is. You know, I'm having a bad day and not as bad day as Bob did. Not as bad day as when he lost his life. He fought for you to enjoy your life. And that has to be an attitude. That's not greedy because you're a sheepdog. You've been taking care of the flock. So let's look at the four pillars. You start by looking at new possibilities. You have to do this. You say, I'm just not going to be down. And things that are, there. you know, there are so many hours for possibilities during the day. And if you've blocked an hour off to talk to a jerk or waste your time, that's taken the possibility of finding a new friendship that that would flourish. So you have to look at, I have had some negative veteran friends. I had to cut them off. They all, every time the phone rang, it's Mr. Negative. And I said, I can't. I don't have enough of that, enough time left on the earth for negative. Number two, you have to work on improved relationships. Don't become so, uh, uh, what do you call it, suppressing, suffocating. You don't need to be suffocating relationships, but just knowing that you need to talk to somebody that's critical. You also need to start a spiritual growth development. You say, hey, if you think God did something to you, then you need to talk to it. We call it a trained chaplain who knows about moral injuries. Okay? And then, again, appreciation for life. So what are what is one intervention? And we're getting close to running out of time. Number one, you take 15 minutes to develop a peaceful mind. What do you mean? Daily practice of silence. You practice the art of silence. And you throw in your mind into a neutral state. I just go out in my backyard and look at the trees. That's it. Look at the trees. Great, great day. Cup of coffee out there looking at the trees. 15 minutes. Well, how did you come up with that time? Read Combat Stress. It's right there. The guy that wrote the article knows what he's talking about. No reading, no talking, no writing, nothing. You just, the, the, the psychologist said, imagine your mind as a calm lake with no ripples. So you're just out there staring at the trees. 15 minutes. Time it. 
Mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Quality time to develop your peaceful mind. A daily practice of silence where you just turn off the radios. You're not talking to anybody. Now, if you say, I, I have a tough time doing that, then go out for a walk. Walk, walk around the lake, okay? But you have to start doing something. And you have to make that a goal. You can't just say it will happen because I guarantee you it won't. This psychologist that wrote this paper uh, from the magazine, he can guarantee you. He didn't, he didn't put this down because it, everybody was already doing it. You have to take 15 minutes. You know, and uh, so, I don't know if you remember this or not, uh, Don, but um, whenever you're thinking that you're having a bad day, and the world hates you. I think about General Schwarzkopf, and when he was doing one of his interviews or one of his whatever they called him back then, and he showed the guy on the bicycle getting blown up, blown up, and Schwarzkopf commented, "Now that guy's having a bad day." Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I know some stories about General Schwarzkopf from a sergeant buddy of mine that were absolutely hilarious. But next week we're going to talk about trauma-focused therapies, moral distress, moral injury. We're going to talk about uh, disillusionment, despair. We're going to also talk about brain-derived uh, nutrient factors, which are created in your muscles by exercise. It's called brain-derived neuro Tropic factors. The next thing, most of the nutrients in your your diet, we're going to talk about those, are used by our brains. Most of the nutrients that we eat are used by our brains. Our exercises changes muscle enzymes to make brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is able to replace and repair, perform janitorial services on your brain cells. Exercise is not just for Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, to, to, to be on the cover of Muscle Magazine. No. I don't care how much exercise you do, you need to increase it. And that goes for me and Dave, you too, buddy. So that's <laughs> oh. what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to give you some hints. And, again, I recommend you get that magazine, Combat Stress. It's free, uh, written by great people. And you can find Combat Stress Magazine on um, on Google. That's how I found it. With that, we're going to have to close it out and uh, thank Dr. Don Muller for another great uh, veterans place. And, um, you know, we appreciate everything that you've done and everything that you're doing and certainly appreciate these shows. I get something out of every show I do with you. So with that... You're listening to America's Web Radio. Stay tuned for more programming on America's Web Radio. Thanks, Don. Yes, sir. Bye. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.